Hello. Welcome to Faith Has a Voice. I'm Rob Malone, and this is Truth Revival, where we speak truth, set free, and ignite revival. Welcome to the broadcast. Obviously, from the the name of the broadcast, Faith Has a Voice. That voice is yours, that voice is mine. We're meant to speak life and not death over our situations. We've been absent for a couple months because we've been in Europe ministering. We have a church in Schaffland, Switzerland. My wife and I, uh, we lead from the United States, but we were able to be with our people there for a two-month period. We were able to do many outreaches and conferences. So we had a women's conference in June, as well as a, a men's conference. We did a big Hope Festival, is American-style venue or event, and uh, where we had many giveaways. We gave away a, a scooter, a gas-powered scooter in Switzerland. It's about $3,500, as well as thousands in gift cards. And the Lord is good. We had to break some ground. The, um, the resounding feedback we got was some people didn't show up because they didn't think it was real. Because in Switzerland, um, people don't give things away for free. Uh, it's just that simple. So they, they thought there was a catch. They thought there was uh, something more to it that wasn't being said. So they just avoided it. Uh, but I tell you, it was fantastic. For our people at our church, for the first time doing an event like this, it was an outdoor event. Um, we were blessed to have evangelist and outreach pastor <laughs> in the past, um, Mike Badulich and his wife, Sarah. Vidulich, uh, Badulich. I like saying it one way. You can say it the other. Um, they came. They were such a wonderful help. They held revival meetings for the first week that they were there. Uh, they did different workshops for us, uh, power evangelism for our people. They also did um, a creative workshop. Sarah is uh, a wonderful woman of God who's anointed. She's an author. She is creative in all aspects and facets. Um, for the ministry. Uh, it's just a blessing that they could be with us for three weeks in Switzerland. It was their first time ministering there and we were blessed by them immensely. I'm going to start today. We're going to be in Proverbs 3. Um, but first, let's pray. Thank you, Father, for our time together. For faith has a voice. Thank you, Lord, for each and every person that's watching. For the new revelation would come to them through your words spoken by me. I thank you, Lord, for anointing me to bring forth what you want me to bring forth. Bless us as we're in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Uh, if you ever want to contact me, the email's on the screen. It's robert at truthrevivalnow.com, our website is truthrevivalnow.com. And you can partner with us on the website. We also have PayPal, Cash App, Venmo. Those will be popping up on the screen. And 
you see me looking away, that's because I run the broadcast. Like and share the broadcast, please. Reach other people. Today, I, I want to talk about some of the uh, the testimonies that we had um, personally and as a church while we were in Switzerland. You know, we we were going through a green card process for my wife, and um, so for the first year and a half of our our married life, we weren't really able to travel outside of the United States until December. And God has opened doors for us. But when we got to Switzerland in December and January, we were approached. It wasn't that we were looking for these things. There were people that approached us and there were three separate properties that were offered to us as potential properties for us to buy. Like I said, we didn't mention to anybody that we were thinking about buying properties. There were people not of our church, um, really not what you would think is Holy Ghost filled, <laughs> filled people, but God moved their hearts. And they came to us and said, you know, we don't have any intention of selling the property or posting the property for sale. Uh, we don't have anybody else in mind that we would want to sell the property to. But we just feel to ask you if you would want to buy our property. And that happened three separate times. Uh, one three-bedroom apartment and then two very nice homes. And you know what a blessing it is that God values my time, our time, so much that we don't even have to look for things. We're praying for God to open doors that we need opened. And people come to us with properties. I know the first question everybody asks is, will you live in Switzerland? Well, that's for a private discussion. <laughs> we are based here in Lithia, Florida, and we are happy to, to sit under the anointing and leadership of Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, the River Tampa Bay Church. Uh, it's, a, it's a blessing to be able to be here, be filled up constantly. Pastor Rodney is the best pastor that I could ask for. So um, it's a joy to be here. Uh, it was a joy to get back to be in service this past Sunday. It was our first Sunday back. And just what you receive being at the river is incredible. Proverbs 3. We're going to deal with... Verses 1 to 10. My child, never forget the things that you have taught, that I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. This is the New Living Translation. If you do this, you will leave, live many years and your life will be satisfying. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people, and you will earn a good reputation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. 
Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. The reason I wanted to speak on these verses is because this is exactly the things that we have done. The prerequisites that it gives in here, my wife and I and our church and our ministry here in the States, Truth Revival, we've done these things. And I want to show you, <laughs> I love that in the New Living that it says, don't be impressed with your own wisdom. It's great to be intelligent. God made you that way. But human intelligence is foolishness to God. I want to know the mind of God. I speak things in faith. Since my wife and I were married, we talked about buying property in Switzerland. We spoke it into existence. And the first time I set my foot on Swiss soil, people come to me and ask if I would be interested in buying the property. That in, itself, in itself is a, a miracle to me. It's just a sign from my Heavenly Father that what I say matters and that I know that I'm within His will moving forward. It says, and I was raised in a, a Baptist background, so all the verses that I have memorized are memorized in King James because, you know, King James is the only version. <laughs> I really enjoy other versions, but when I was raised, they didn't use anything else in the Baptist church, but the King James version, they didn't want to hear anything about anything else. They like the these and nows and the thuses and so forth and therefores. I can do without that. I like plain English. I've bought many Bibles for new believers, and the New Living Translation is one of the ones that people came back and said, I actually could understand the Bible. I've read a different version before, and I couldn't understand anything I read. Yeah, because it was written for the king in King's English from hundreds of years ago. So, no, it's not going to be valid to a new Christian trying to start out. It's like trying to understand Shakespeare. Make it easy for people. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you the path to take. One of the testimonies that stood out to me was my wife and I, we pray every day. And if you're married, I not only encourage but implore you to pray with your spouse at some point in the day. I realize that some people wake up at different times and get out of the house to go work and there's children. Um, since Joshua was born 10 months ago, it's been a little different dynamic. My wife and I prayed every day in bed before we got out of bed together. And once the baby was born, schedules changed a little bit with being up in the middle of the night. And, um, but we come together as soon as possible to pray and to commit the day into God's hands for him to lead us and guide us so that we can be in his perfect will and everything. And we prayed and we sought God on what to do and when to do it. 
while we were in Europe. We knew that we were going to go not only to Switzerland, but we were going to be for short periods of time in Italy and Germany. Italy is where my wife's family is from on the father's side, and they needed saved. So we went on a mission to save Italian people, and we didn't speak the language. So we needed to take our pastors in Switzerland who preach on a weekly basis there, and they're fluent in Italian. And we took them. And my wife's family, extended family, was saved. As a matter of fact, my wife had written a letter a few years ago to family member, to family members in Italy. She got the, one of the pastors to write in Italian so that they could understand it. Told her testimony and how to lead them to the Lord. And one of the houses that we went to, she actually spoke out to my wife when we arrived that, hey, I pulled that letter out that you sent me several years ago and I read it and it touched me. She read it the night before we came and she got saved that day. It shows you that you're in the perfect will of God. When things start working out because you prayed them out, you sought God and his wisdom, not your own wisdom. We could, have, we could have looked at weather patterns and everything else we wanted to do. We had outreaches in Germany that were outdoor outreaches. We had an event in Switzerland that was a four-day outreach. This summer was uncommonly warm in Europe. But we prayed and scheduled things by the Spirit for the two months before we left to cover a two-month period. And it didn't matter where we were, whether it was for ministry or personal use, we had absolutely perfect weather for each venue we did. The place that we held the Hope Fest, where we did all the giveaways and we reached the community, bringing people back together, we thought we wanted one location and it turned out it wasn't available to us. But another location is what opened up. And we knew it was the Holy Spirit. And let me tell you, even the way the trees and the building shaded where people were going to sit was a blessing for the time of day that we had the four different days. Because there were different times of day for Saturday and Sunday rather than Thursday and Friday. But it was fantastic. People weren't getting cooked by the sun. They weren't getting uh, rained on. We looked at rentals for a, a bouncy house and then found out that we could buy two bounce houses for the same price it was going to cost us to rent one for four days. So now our church in Switzerland owns two of its own bouncy houses for outreaches anytime we want to do it. God direct our paths. We spoke it out to our people. And because faith has a voice, that faith accomplishes what it goes, goes out and does. That's why we commit all of our ways to the Lord. We were 
We were seeking God on when to schedule family time. But even, even when we decided to have a few days in, in Vallis, uh, it's a canton Vallis in, in Switzerland, we were in the, the town of Fish. We got a chance to go up on the, the mountains there. And my daughter and I, we walked up to the Aggieshorn, which is the, the peak in that area. And it's about 10,000 feet. And most of the time at that, at that elevation, you're wearing a jacket. It doesn't matter how warm it is. Um, but Irene and I were able to walk up there. We were in just pants and hiking boots and T-shirts. And it was very warm. It was very comfortable. It was a relaxing, wonderful time to take in the beauty that God created in that part of the world. But it didn't matter personal or ministry time. We had perfect weather because we sought the Lord and we scheduled things. What our schedule looked like in April was not what our schedule looked like the day we left in June. But the, the day we left in June, that schedule was set and everything flowed perfectly. It was amazing. My wife and I were just discussing the next couple of verses, which are verses 7 and 8 in chapter 3 of Proverbs. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord. Turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. You know, we talk about firm foundations in Christianity being on a rock. Building your house upon a rock, rock of Jesus Christ. Your bones are the foundation of your body. And when you read through chapter three of Proverbs, and I encourage you, read the whole chapter several times through and see what God reveals to you. Strength for your bones is what you need. But one of the things that it tells you to do before that is Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. I like the way that the uh, King James speaks it out. Um, and the new King James, it's written a little differently. But write them deep within your heart. It's talking about the commandments, his commandments to us. Write them deep within your heart. You know, To trust in the Lord with all your heart, not leaning on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Every way. That means you have to search your heart. You have to pray it out. You have to say, God, am I supposed to be drinking 10 cups of coffee a day? I think I can answer that question for you in my own understanding. <laughs> I drink a little... Too much coffee some days, but I enjoy coffee. It's not that I need it. I just enjoy it. But is it as good as drinking large volumes of water? Probably not. But because we're invested in the word, in prayer, in loyalty to God and his plans, we're not making plans for ourselves just to make plans for ourselves. We're not doing things because 
We want to be acknowledged by men. We're not doing things to look good in front of other churches or ministries. We do what God directs us to do. And, you know, it's it's hard to even, even go into all the testimonies that, that we had from Switzerland. But just a hope fest. We were... We were hesitating on making the flyers because we didn't know what the big prize was that we were going to do. For one, people aren't used to getting things for free in Switzerland. And um, I just kept feeling to to do a scooter. E-bikes are very popular and you don't have to have a license to to ride an e-bike. So in the natural, that's what I was leaning to. We were driving back from one day of ministry on the road right in front of us was a honda dealership i said you know what we're going to stop in here and see what the scooters cost see just see what they say and my wife actually knew the owner through her sister buying a a scooter there years ago rajay reinhardt he greeted us and we told him what we were doing for hope fest he he looked a little, I don't know even how to describe it. It was unbelievable to him that somebody would want to do that. And he couldn't wrap his head around why we were doing it, how we were doing it. But he was happy if we wanted to, to buy a, a scooter from him to give away, then fantastic. So in the process, that first day that we were there, he said, well, if you go to this scooter, then they don't have to have the, the full motorcycle license. They can actually have a regular driver's license and just take a, a small test to be able to ride the scooter. So we decided to, to get the smaller scooter. He had a white one in the showroom. Everything we have for the ministry is, is white. We have a, a white pizza trailer that we do pizza for Jesus. Outreach is where we're giving away pizza and evangelizing. That's one of the things we took to Germany. We, we bought a, a vehicle to pull that, and it was a, a black vehicle, but we had a full wrap done on it so that it could say Prayer Center Schweiss right down the side, and in German it says, find the plan of God. Everywhere we went, people took pictures of that vehicle because that's not normal either to have a, a huge SUV that is fully wrapped uh, with the logo on it. and it was it was really interesting to see people everywhere in each country taking photos of the vehicle. Um, it was just a blessing from God for us. But this scooter, I immediately wanted to have the the church logo put on the front and on the side. It simply said, "God blessed me with this through Prayer Center Switzerland." So on both sides under the seat, that's what it says, and. I didn't know why God wanted us to give away a scooter. But during the Hope Fest, we had a woman who came who actually was invited by one of our people. She's a co-worker. This woman came three days out of four. The first day she came, she got saved. She got touched. The second day that she came, she was touched by the, the story, the history of Uh, my daughter's mother 
She was killed in an auto accident in 2016. And it pierced this woman's heart. And she just started weeping. I saw her weeping. And she said, I don't understand this. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so sorry. I don't understand why I can't stop crying. You know, God was trying to heal her heart. But this woman wept for almost an hour. And the final day of the outreach, when it was time to, to draw for the scooter, her name was drawn. Her ticket was drawn. And she couldn't believe it. She was completely overwhelmed. We allowed her to gather herself. And 10 or 15 minutes later, we, we asked her, we want to know the testimony. And she said, I had debt. For those of you who are Americans, debt in Switzerland is a little different than it is here. The government actually collects the debt, so there's no getting out of, out of your debt. You can't own things like cars if you have debt. They, uh, you just can't. She had debt, and she had to sell her car and sell her motorcycle to pay her debt. So she had no personal vehicle. The only vehicles that she had was her work vehicle through the company that she worked for. And that's what she was coming to the event in. Well, that testimony to us was powerful. We kept praying over the scooter that the right person would get it. You know, all of the co-workers at their place of business got the same invitation that she got. And when she went back to work on Monday, she said, hey, you remember that flyer about the Hope Fest where they were giving away the scooter? Well, I won that scooter. And her coworkers said, that was real? They actually gave it away? There was You didn't have to do anything? She said, no, I, the, there was no strings attached. I just won the scooter. Tuesday, we went to the dealership. We walked in. And one of the things that Rajay Reinhardt had said to us the first day we were in was, he said, that's not normal that you want to give away things. I looked at him and said, not normal. He said, he said, yes. Now, understand too, for those of you who are Americans and not from there, the Protestant church and the Catholic church get money from the government via taxes. Because in Switzerland, you have to decide where your taxes go. Uh, and they have what they consider free churches, which are all the other denominations. Um, they don't get tax dollars. They're just essentially clubs on paper. It's like registering a, a soccer club. They don't get money in taxes. So people choose whether their money goes to the Catholics or to the Protestants. And the free churches, they have to generate income somewhere. And Raji Reinhardt looked at me and he said, he says, you know, usually churches or free churches, he said, they just collect money for themselves. In my spirit, I knew what he meant was they can't function on their own. They have to go out and get money from other people to survive. So their church can't even be a church without collecting money from other people. And that was his mentality of it's just not normal because they don't give things away. They take. And the whole time when we were doing Hope Fest, we said, we don't want to take anything from these people. We just want to give. And that's what we kept telling our people and instructing them. 
You know, this is about giving. It's about honoring Christ's sacrifice because it was the greatest gift we could ever get. So the lady who won it, it was the proper person. She didn't have a personal vehicle and she is going to ride this thing with pride. And the fact that it says, God blessed me with this through Prayer Center Switzerland. She said, I have no problem. I'm glad to ride it with those stickers on the side. Because that was another thing that uh, Rajay Reinhardt spoke out was about the stickers. Well, they'll just take them off. I said, well, if they do, that's between them and God. I just kept speaking faith. But the day we went in to pay for it, everything we did was spirit-led. I went to pay. I put the card in the machine. He looked at me and he said, I suppose you need a receipt for that because he has an understanding of America and us being able to write things off on our taxes. He said, I I suppose you need a receipt for that. And I said, no, I'm just here to pay for it. She won it. I'm just going to pay for it. I don't care about a receipt. His whole demeanor changed. Like every lie that the devil was putting in his head changed at that point. Uh, He was all smiles. And we started talking just briefly right after that. And I said, you know, I had planned on renting a motorcycle and being able to ride up some of the the mountains in in Switzerland because it's just beautiful country and being on a motorcycle in Switzerland in the mountains is just amazing. I told him, I said, I really had planned on being able to ride some of the peaks in, in Switzerland. I said, so next year when we come back, I'll rent one of your motorcycles so that we can, so that I can go out and do that. And he said, he said, next year when you come, he said, I will go with you to ride. He said, and you can ride one of my motorcycles and it's all on me. When it says to put God's kingdom first and all the other things will be added to you, that's what it's talking about. Now, I don't know the the, the best places to ride. I don't know uh, the countryside and I have to keep an eye on maps. And if I'm looking at a map, then I'm missing out on the beauty around me. Now, because I wasn't concerned about my own recreation when we were there to minister for two months, now I've got a personal guide and a fully paid trip to do what I find enjoyment in. He gives me the desires of my heart because I put his kingdom first. But it starts with our mouth and committing our ways to him, to seeking his will. I encourage you this week, go through Proverbs 3. Just meditate on it. You know, the word actually says meditate on his word day and night. <laughs> you know, I do actually have a barn, but I don't grow grain. So it says in verse 10 that then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. I don't have vineyards and I don't have uh, grain crops, but I can tell you we are 
we are looking forward to full barns and overflowing vats of everything because we are leaning on his understanding, his wisdom, not our own. So this week, don't depend on your own understanding. Depend on his leading in everything. Speak out what he's speaking to you. Our Heavenly Father directs us to keep us from trouble. The scriptures say that he has plans for us. Plans to prosper us, never to harm us. His plans keep us from harm. My plans don't always keep me from harm, but his do. So when my wife and I spend two months in prayer, scheduling according to the spirit, what we have peace to go forward with, it's amazing the testimonies that result because we just do what he wants us to do. And the entire time before we left, my wife kept encouraging me, encouraging me about the, the riding, you know, that we, I could take a day or two days and ride the mountains and, um, because she knows I enjoy it. I said, you know, it's if, if I have time and that's what I kept speaking because I, I didn't know for sure whether God wanted me to do that. And he obviously didn't on this trip because he has something very special planned for me on the next trip, next summer. I know that we'll be be there before that, but next summer, he's going to give me the desires of my heart because I put his kingdom first. Souls were saved in all the outreaches that we did. People were touched and set free. We were able to bless other ministries. We actually took one of the, the, the pizza, Vagli pizza trailer to Germany, to the River of Joy Church. It's Pastor Susan Brune. What a, what a wonderful family. What a wonderful church family. Uh, all their people came out and uh, they were soul winning on the streets. We were giving pizzas out right along the river. And it was a wonderful time with them. We spent two days making pizzas, giving out pizzas, got to minister to people from many countries. Um, there were even people that were led to the Lord who were Ukrainian and Syrian who didn't speak English or German or Italian. So it was Google Translate. And we're, we have our people, even my wife, who used Google Translate to minister to one woman and get her saved. The resources that we have, we use as fully as we can. But you actually have to spend time with God ahead of time to find out his plan. I'm not making my own plans and asking him to bless them. I want his plans because heaven's plans are already blessed. I just have to do it. And then he'll make more plans that include my entertainment, my joy, the things that my heart desires. He gives me things that I didn't even know my heart desired, but I find so much joy in what I, I did that I know it's a heart's desire. I just didn't realize it before that. 
I know today was less about speaking faith, but it all is faith. It's faith in the word that I say, I believe this scripture, I believe this scripture. Faith has a voice. You need to use your voice to speak faith in every situation. I hope that you were able to receive something new today and we'll have more testimonies going on in the future. Contact me, Robert at truthrevivalnow.com. You can sow seeds through Venmo, Cash App, PayPal. Here at Truth Revival, we speak truth, we set free, and we ignite revival. Ignite revival in others so that they can speak truth, set free, and ignite revival in even more people. Please contact us. If you have questions directly for me or about the ministry, feel free. Send me an email. I I will respond as quickly as I possibly can. But if you have topics that you would like to hear about, give me suggestions. If you have complaints, there's a separate email for that. And it is, I'm not going to read it anyway, at truthrevivalnow.com <laughs> I love you all be blessed as you go throughout your day and the rest of this week 